Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. And $3 billion for tree equity and a new civilian climate corps. The heck is that? Can I sign up for that? And parents, always in the way of bureaucrats and tyranny. And Terry McAuliffe. We'll get to talk about that coming up. And the two most telling questions of the debate this week. And you might have missed them, but that is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio, as the founding fathers intended. We are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Sitting across from me is my absent brother, Richard Lee, who is uh, still recovering from one heck of a summer. He has been through uh, more uh, ups and downs and then downs and then another down and an occasional up from time to time. And uh, he's uh, tried to be here this week, just couldn't make it. And so still cover your prayers for him as he's recovering from a multitude of things. Most of you already know what they are. And uh, you can send him an email at Richard at the Lee Brothers dot com. I don't know. I can't I can't hear that either. So I don't know what that. Okay, maybe you can fix that. Um, Richard at the Lee Brothers dot com is how you reach him. And uh, prayers as always for my brother. Glad you're uh, glad you're with us. Uh, interesting show uh, coming up. Uh, first of all, it's going to be mainly Virginia issues. Talking about Terry McAuliffe, which by the way impacts impacts the United States in a lot of ways. Especially Virginia, uh, can, it can turn red, which would be a, a shocker. Two of my heroes uh, we'll talk about in the second hour. Jason Aldean, who's a country singer, and Rand Paul, which you haven't heard this. You are wanna, you're going to want to stay tuned for this. This is the most amazing uh, rip-apart of the entire COVID big government scam. All that's coming up. And, of course, Northam, Ralph Northam, the current governor of Virginia, blackface or pointy hat KKK governor, uh, he won't tell us which one, attacked you. I mean, that is if you're the unvaccinated. Then he attacked you. It's funny, the left loves to pit one group of person people versus another. So Ralph Northam's on the side of the vaccinated and he hates the unvaccinated and actually embarrasses himself attacking you. So we get that coming up in the program and look forward to that. And of course, everywhere this entire week, it's been fun watching the uh, trip up of Terry McAuliffe talking about how parents are irrelevant. It's a worldview, folks. It's just, it's that simple. The Democrats, bureaucrats, educrats have a worldview. You're dumb. You're stupid. Your parents are, are you're keeping us from indoctrinating your children. You've got to stop. They're in your, you're in the way. Parents, you're in the way of tyranny. You're in the way of government and bureaucrats. And you're in the way of Terry McAuliffe. He admitted it. We'll get to that in the program. But, but first, the debate. And, and I want to get into this because you know I'm a political geek. I love debates. I think debates are good. In fact, I want more debates. I'm working on a project right now to encourage debates uh, in, a, in a kind of a different format. And I hope to tell you about that as we move forward. But I want more conversation in the United States of America among people. Mainly, I, here, here's what I mainly want. I want critical thinking. Uh, it's more important to me how you think than what you think. Because if you think correctly, your conclusions will be correct. And I want to encourage that in people. And I feel like that's not happening in our country. It's just a constant battle between people who are yelling at each other, mainly on social media, which sucks. Twitter sucks. As a Twitter universe, the Facebook universe is a constant uh, one-ups beration. It's not. It's never a debate. It's here are my facts. Here are your facts, and they just throw them in your face. And it's never a serious debate about 
the overall philosophy and ideology, which I think laid out perfectly in the debate between Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin. But it only came up in two questions. You see, most of us love to debate just abortion, taxes, these kind of things. But every once in a while, there's a couple of questions they throw in there that says, oh, this is really what it's about. I don't even know if you know these questions. But I want to play them for you so you can hear the questions. Because I think most people listen to the answers. I listen to the questions because it's so telling. By the way, do, do debates change the minds of people? Because I don't think, I don't think they do unless there's a, a screw-up. Somebody says something that's way off or they hurt themselves. I'm not so sure they're actually winning debates because I get the sense whoever turns into these debates are already in camps. They're in two camps. I'm tuned in because I'm in Yunkin's camp and I want to see Yunkin destroy T-Mac. And then T-Mac people tune in to see T-Mac and destroy Yunkin. Nothing's changed no matter what is said. I'm not sure the people who should be watching the debates actually watch them. That's what frustrates me about debates. Watch the debates. Oh, the football game was on. I forgot. Oh, oh, there was a Netflix show. Oh, oh, you're doing something else. Yeah, don't bother me with that stuff. When it comes time to vote, there's a small group of people who have no clue what they're doing. They vote just based upon what they feel like when they walk in. I don't know who these people are. I've never met them. Um, we're told they're the, they're the most righteous among us because they don't know, which seems odd. I know. It's pretty clear what I know, but I don't think debates change many minds. But these two questions were really interesting. I, I want to play... I'll play the, the this one. I'll actually play both questions before we even hear the answers. But this really sets the stage for what is going on in our country, not just Virginia, our country. Here's the first question. Mr. Youngkin, uh, Virginia has extended protections to ensure that Virginia uh, renters are not evicted until June 2022 due to the pandemic. What is your position on evictions? I am. I was so amazed by that question. Not because... It's that unique, but because the question tells an exact story. You see what's going on here, right? Government has painted this picture that evictions must be stopped by government. And there's a benevolent dictator that's going to stop it for you. And if you disagree with it, then you're an evil capitalist and you will be destroyed. I bet you Terry McCullough smiled at this question. And Yunkin's like, how do I answer this in such a way that doesn't make me look like I'm some evil person? What's your position on evictions? That's the question. My position is pay the pay your rent, pay your mortgage. There won't be any. My position on evictions is don't shut the economy down and make people lose their jobs so they can pay it. My position on evictions, I don't have one. But you see the premise of the question, and this is why I want you to see this. Most people miss this in the debate. They always go for the answers. I'll play for the answers for you in a second, but we're missing the big questions. What's your position on evictions? Here's the next one I thought was interesting. You both live in a wealthy neighborhood. How do you convince wealthy homeowners that affordable housing should be built in their neighborhood too, and they don't fight it because they're worried about property values? 30 seconds. Wow. As another unbelievable premise behind the question, you can't have different levels of neighborhoods. You see what the left wants and government wants Everybody to be equally miserable. If there's a, if you spent, if you worked your whole, your whole life, you built a business, you built a quality of life, you go out and you buy a home based on the property values, and then you get to uh, make that home more valuable, and you hope to have your property values rise. 
Then there's someone that comes on and goes, hey, what do you think about screwing the whole idea of what you have in mind up? This idea that you can have a property on your own. I'm telling you, these two questions explain perfectly what's going on in our country. Are you going to force people who have never made them? I mean, they, they, you're going to force them into neighborhoods. And by the way, if you don't like it, how are you going to convince them? It's the most unbelievable questions. Unbelievable questions. And they're exactly what is wrong with our country. And I'm not so sure people picked up on it. But the premise is horrible. The premise is government will force you to live this certain way. Government's going to make this happen. Government's going to put uh, affordable housing in other words, government-funded housing in your neighborhood, and you got to like it. And for those who don't, screw you. Forget what you worked hard for. It's irrelevant. Then there's a politician who appeals to that. Then you got another question about evictions. What do you think about evictions? What do you mean what I think about evictions? Unbelievable questions. So, again, here's the eviction question. Mr. Youngkin, uh, Virginia has extended protections to ensure that Virginia uh, renters are not evicted until June 2022 due to the pandemic. What is your position on evictions? <laughs> it's the most ridiculous question. Now, the reason I played the question is because I want you to hear Yunkin's position on evictions. Here's what he said. Yeah, I think that there's a really good legal framework in place to provide resources and support for people so that they won't be kicked out of their homes. I believe the number one way we're going to help folks with their rent is to get them jobs. Yes. Virginia created 44,000 jobs over the last eight years. North Carolina created eight times that amount. Tennessee, six times that amount. It's the legacy that Terry McAuliffe left us. A stalled economy, stalled jobs, fewer jobs today than we had before the pandemic. I'm going to go to work on day one. We're going to not shut down our economy. No lockdowns. Awesome. We're going to cut job-killing regulations. We're going to turn on our job machine and create 400,000 jobs. And I'm going to protect right to work. And Terry McAuliffe's going to get rid of it. And it's going to be the death blow for Virginia. What a freaking great answer. What's your position on evictions? Jobs. You know, people work. It's called life. These things happen. See, here's a guy who doesn't look as government as a means to trap people. Now, Terry McAuliffe has a different view. Terry McAuliffe on, on evictions, is, you know, he's excited about this. This is where I get to shine as a dictator. This is where I get to show you that I will never kick you out of your home. Of course, it's not your responsibility, T-Mac. You're just a bureaucrat. People who live in freedom, people who own a property, let someone come rent it from them, and then the government comes in and says you can't evict them if they don't pay, that's not freedom. It's an attack on private property. Here's Terry McAuliffe's answer. Uh, First of all, if you read my plan, I have a whole housing plan. We need to put more money in the Virginia Housing Trust Fund. we got to work with the federal government, get more waivers here Mm. for us so that we can keep people in their homes. That will be a top priority. So we need to do, especially up here in northern Virginia, we need a lot more affordable housing. I have a whole plan of how we'll do it. Whole plan. He's going to fix it. Government's the answer, you see. You see the two differences in philosophy? It's very simple. The question... The question has a premise behind it, and it tells us a whole lot. In 60 seconds, what are the answer to the other questions? That is next. LeeBrothers.com to LeeBrothers.com. Mojo Five O. The question isn't who is going to let us. The question is who is going to stop us. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. 
This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers. I think they would be. James Madison would definitely be proud of us. But not Governor T-Mac. McAuliffe, as he wants to be governor again. Virginia citizens and American patriots. The Lee Brothers. Check us out at theleebrothers.com or mojo50.com, mojo50.com. Huge fans, great station. Check us, check it out all the time, mojo50.com, mojo50.com. Here's a property question again at the debate. Sets the premise. Remember, government's the answer. Free markets are evil. Just like Mark Warner said many, many times before, private sector doesn't work. The private market, it just doesn't work. Yeah, see, that was the Democrat. U.S. Senator from Virginia, Mark Warner. The private sector doesn't work. Start with that premise. The private market, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. These things don't work. So here's Chuck Todd's question again. You both live in a wealthy neighborhood. How do you convince wealthy homeowners that affordable housing should be built in their neighborhood too? You shouldn't. And they don't fight it because they're worried about property values. 30 seconds. (laughs) You believe that. The premise is they're evil and they fight it because of property values. They should fight it for property values. It's their property. They should fight. Okay, so you want to hear um, Yunkin's answer to this property question? Here it is. Do you think your neighbors would support seeing duplexes built? In their yeah, I, I, think every, I think every part of Northern Virginia has got different zoning requirements, and that is up to the local authorities. Yep. I think the biggest challenge we have in affordable housing is the mound of regulations that have been piled on top of businesses for the last eight years right. that all of a sudden have every house built in Virginia required 20 to 25% of the housing cost to, to actually get through permitting and regulations. We actually make it easier to permit, and we can bring down the cost of housing. Free markets, free people. No more government mandates and regulations. Yunkin seemed to refute the premise. TMAC, wonder what he said. So what you do is you work with the local, the cities, and the counties. And if you read my plan, I have a poll program together on regulations and zoning to make it easier for people to build affordable housing. And we'll invest money at the state level through the Virginia Housing Trust Authority so that we will invest with them, incentivize developers to build low-income housing. It is one of the biggest issues that we yeah. face here. And, it's the, and the reason is? Yep, the reason is, thank God we cut him off. All right, so he tries to paint that picture. Again, the premise of these two questions is outrageous. Government is involved in every aspect of your life. And the solution is more of it. The solution is the Democrat, Terry McAuliffe. He's going to fix everything for you. In fact, he gave a little wish list of all the things he wants during the debate. 
that fit perfectly within these two questions. The two questions is, what do you think about evictions, which is ridiculous? I don't think anything about them. I, I typically don't. People are responsible for making their own bills. I'm government. I can't do that. Terry goes, oh, I can fix this with someone else's wallet. It's amazing how compassionate Democrats are with your money. Then they get to get votes with them. It's really an interesting system. You know, you get to run out and say, these are the things I care about, and let me show you how I'm going to do it. I'm going to take from your neighbor. Essentially, this is the list of things that TMAC wanted to do, and it's, it fits perfectly. I want to raise the minimum wage. I want paid sick leave. I want family medical leave. I want, I want, I want. And since I'm going to be king of the Commonwealth, I can do all these things. Government can mandate these things. Government can set wages. It's the role of government. And by the way, if you disagree with that, then you're just flat evil. You don't think people should be paid what they're worth. Actually, Terry McAuliffe doesn't know what people are worth. He's not the employer. He's not there watching these people work. Again, the premise is government's the answer. Terry McAuliffe will force companies to fire people if they're not vaccinated, and he'll force companies to pay them $15 an hour minimum wage. So I want to raise the minimum wage. Okay, so he wants to do that. What's the other thing he wanted to do? I want paid sick leave. Paid sick leave. So he wants to force companies to pay people when they're not there. Now, you might say, well, that's, that's just mean for people to be sick and not get paid. What do you mean mean? It's called life. These things happen. Are you suggesting that none of that stuff should be, should be considered in someone's own household and income and how they handle things? That ought to be taken away from That Terry McAuliffe ought to be able to handle all that from the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia and Richmond. That he had to sit on a throne and say, nobody should have to. Of course, we don't want anyone to do that, but there are things in place. There used to be responsibility inside someone's own household to prepare for those things. There also are churches, communities, friends, neighbors that typically do that. But TMAC's got it. Don't you worry. I want paid leave, he said. I want paid sick leave. Paid sick leave. I'm going to force it on employers. And by the way, which means they have to pay for it, which means the price of goods are up, which the cost of employment is higher. If you get high high employment costs, you get less employment. Don't confuse me with facts. The private market, it just doesn't work. These are the way the Democrats think. What was the last thing he said? Want family medical leave. Family medical leave. Got it. Sick leave and family medical leave. So I could leave for any reason my employer. Again, it's not that you don't want that for yourself. If you're in the job and you're being uh, negotiating with an employer, you can negotiate those deals if you want. But for, for a king or, or Terry McAuliffe to come along and say, no, 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 this is my decision I get to decide if you're going to hire someone who's vaccinated. I get to decide if you're going to offer family leave and force you as an employer to pay for it. You see what happened in the debate that most people missed? These radically different views of the two parties. And believe me, I'm not a big Republican. But when you look at the differences between these two, Youngkin and Terry McAuliffe, you have specific ideological differences. Terry McAuliffe has never met a government program he can't embrace and pay for with your money to help someone. That's his view. Government is a charity. Madison, specifically in Federalist, uh, it's on my wall over here. Uh, I forget what number it was. Talked about government not being a charity, and if it did, it would be a problem because essentially politicians can run on that. That's the Democratic Party today. Don't confuse us with thinking. I don't like that. I just want a motion. The government should help me. 
The government is a safety net. The government is a charity that takes from my neighbors and gives it to me. That's how you get votes. And then when Yunkin stands up and goes, what do I think about evictions? Well, it's not have to roll the government to even think about evictions. How can that even be an argument, a premise? Yunkin says regulations are the problem. Government is the problem. Terry McAuliffe is the problem. And his ideas and his party are the problem. The private market, it just doesn't work. More in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of mojo. Mojo 5 Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache. But not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. We got to stop arguing about, I don't know, the, uh, the stuff that government shouldn't do. Let, let's come back to this overall philosophy about the role of government. What is the role of the government? It's not to offer you health care. It's not to set wages. It's not to make sure you have daycare. It's not even to make sure you have pre-K. That's your job. You are a citizen of the Commonwealth of Virginia. the United States of America. Take responsibility for yourself. Don't look to a government to do these things. It's not the role of the government to do these things. It is your responsibility to make sure that you have taken care of yourself and looked out for either when you get sick, what do you do? We have a certain group of people in America today, including Virginia, where we have a huge election this November in the House and the state senate here in Richmond, and the governor race, the attorney general, and the lieutenant governor. And there is a philosophy between these two parties. One saying government is the answer to everything, including charity, including the list of things that Terry McAuliffe said. And then there's you. You're responsible for you. I mean, you live in the greatest country in the world. If you keep asking government to do things for you, it will eventually be able to do things to you And the government that can give you everything is the government that can take it all away. And that is what this election's about. It isn't about abortion or even gay marriage, as Terry kept saying in the debate. I don't even know where that came from. 
I mean, I haven't even heard that in the debates anywhere under any circumstance have I heard gay marriage, but Terry Kauf said it like four times in the debate this week. Glenn Youngkin's against gay marriage. So what? A lot of people are. And that disqualifies him as he's some kind of evil human being because he believes marriage is between one man and one woman. And it's not even about that. It's amazing how the radical left has a religion they follow. They are now the religious left. Remember they used to call the 80s and the 90s a religious right was in the way all the time? Who are the big cultural battles now? It's from the left. It's not from the right. The right essentially says, do what you want. We don't care. As long as you keep it behind closed doors, don't throw it in our face, that kind of thing. That's their view now. I don't even know where that came from. Quit arguing those things. There is a government that is about to take your freedom like you've never seen on a scale that is unprecedented, and actually it's built around COVID. The entire debate that Yunkin should be talking about is the COVID restrictions that Terry McAuliffe wants to put on you and your family, make health choices for you. It's not your body, it's Terry McAuliffe's. That's the debate that ought to be had. I'm going to talk about that in the next hour, by the way. Coming up, Terry McAuliffe and COVID and what it really means for you and your families here in Virginia and the United States of America. But next, parents, you're in the way. Get out of the way of these tyrannical bureaucrats and educrats. Terry McAuliffe said you should have no choice in this. You should have no conversation. Schools and that conversation is next the leebrothers.com the leebrothers.com the most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since philadelphia in 1776 mojo 50 mojo50.com we built this city on freedom. That too. Uh huh. Just after the bottom of the half hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Glad to be here. Glad you're with us. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co host. Friend and brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee, who is uh, who is sick and not here. Actually, he's not sick. He's actually recovering from a heck of a summer. It's been a lonely summer for me, quite frankly. Uh, looking across the uh, studio desk here and seeing a titleist hat in Richard's chair. I miss him greatly. Continue to pray for him as he is recovering. Richard at theleebrothers.com. Check us out, by the way, at theleebrothers.com. You'll see the... Jonathan Isaac, this basketball player who refuted every leftist, Terry McAuliffe, Joe Biden, big government vaccination mandate stupidness. Unbelievable. This young kid was more articulate about this whole thing than anyone I've ever seen. I mean, it's unbelievable. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com, click on it, it takes you there. And, of course, Rand Paul's complete shredding of the the secretary of... um, of health, which is ugh, unbelievable, and how to scare your kids over COVID. The LeeBrothers.com. You go there and watch the scare the kids. That's exactly what the left is doing. You imagine waking up every morning and go, put your mask on. You might get COVID. I mean, why would you do that to people? I actually saw an article. I think it was in the Federalist. 
which, by the way, is quickly becoming one of my favorite websites. It has been for a very long time. I think in that website, the FedWatch, there's an article about why this woman homeschools, and it's because, I, I, I didn't read the article, but I saw the title, wants to protect the child's innocence and fear. And it's the exact opposite with the left. Stoke the fear. Tell your kids they might die if they get COVID. Tell them their parents might die. Their grandma might die if they get I mean, could you imagine telling a four or five-year-old that? Have them put a mask on, run around like there's some kind of, there's some kind of virus or there's some disease? All right, more on that coming up in the second hour. But parents, you can't make these decisions. I mean, I know we started an entire country on the Judeo-Christian uh, principles of hard work and family, God, family, country. These are crazy outdated principles. You're so 1776, Scott. You're so 1950s, or you're so outdated. Now, I mean, you, you can't have parents making decisions for kids if they're going to get vaccinated. You can't have parents making decisions in schools. You can't have parents involved in the lives of their children. Government is, we've already proved this, government is just smarter. There's so much more. I mean, look at Terry McAuliffe. He knows better for your kids than you do. I know some would say you love your kids more than he does, but that's not true. He's a benevolent dictator. I've seen, I've seen his actions and every other Democrat for that matter. They care. Trust the government to take care of your children. These people are the epitome of arrogance. The bureaucrat who sits in a surrounded throne of walls and security looking down on you and saying you are in the way. That's the Virginia Education Association. That's the federal government. That's the Department of Education. That is every educrat and essentially every school board. That's how they think. In Loudoun County, Virginia, which is made national news, Matt Walsh, who is a, uh, a conservative uh, podcaster and blogger, is going around the country and engaging the school boards on the issues of transgenders and uh, critical race theory and all this other stuff. In other words, a parent getting involved, and Terry McAuliffe hates that. So uh, Matt Walsh shows up at Loudoun County Schools, but before he got there, Loudoun County Public Schools, the school board tried to, tried to restrict it and said, if you're not, no, here's what they started with. They found out that Matt Walsh was going to have a rally, so they rescheduled their meeting the time of the rally. Matt Walsh saw that, changed the rally. Then the county came back and said, well, you can only speak in front of the school board if you are uh, a member or live in Loudoun County. So they're trying to stop him from speaking. It didn't work. He was able to speak, and here's what he said. I would thank you all for allowing me to speak to you tonight, but you tried not to allow it, yet here I am. Now, you only give us 60 seconds, so let me get to the point. You are all child abusers. You prey upon impressionable children and indoctrinate them into your insane ideological cult, a cult which holds many fanatical views, but none so deranged as the idea that boys are girls and girls are boys. By imposing this vile nonsense on students to the point even of forcing young girls to share locker rooms with boys, you deprive these kids of safety and privacy and something more fundamental, too, which is truth. If education is not grounded in truth, then it is worthless. Worse, it is poison. You are poison. You are predators. I can see why you try to stop us from speaking. You know that your ideas are indefensible. You silence the opposing side because you have no argument. You can only hide under your beds like pathetic little gutless cowards hoping we shut up and go away. But we won't. I promise you that. Wow. That is so hard-hitting and true. To tell a girl 
in our schools, she's going to have to get used to the guy in the locker room, is child abuse, and they're evil for doing that. Matt Walsh calls him out for telling lies. Lies. Not truth. What, what good is an education if it's filled with lies? Good for him. That was Loudoun County, Virginia. I mean, this isn't California. It's close. I mean, it's right there, the suburbs of Washington, D.C., so there's really not a whole lot of difference there. But Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin in the debate this week got into this. They got into this transgender thing, and I want to share with you how it went and the difference between the two. Here's Terry McAuliffe on it. But I've said this before. These children are going through very stressful situations. Yeah. Why people continually want to demonize children, I just don't understand. Well, wait, hang on a second. Who's demonizing children? So if a child comes to you and says, I think I'm a girl when they're really a boy, we should applaud that? Now, who's the demon in that scenario? And who's demonizing children? There's nobody demonizing children. Well, actually, I think Terry McAuliffe is in the school board. But there's no one who's against the transgenders in locker rooms and on, on girls' sports teams is demonizing children. It's the exact opposite. How disgusting is the left when they can frame it this way? I just don't understand. I want every child in Virginia to get a quality education. (laughs) I love that one. And we don't. All you people against the transgenders, you don't want every kid to get a quality education. No. Why are we turning the entire world upside down for 0.001% of kids who have gender dysphoria? Why aren't we helping them with gender dysphoria and letting society, which was built on the idea that there are men and women, continue? That's education. And Terry McAuliffe is such a demagogue, isn't he? I, I, Youngkin held his tongue so well, but I would have, I'm telling you, it is every ounce of my being not to rip his head off. Here's Youngkin's answer. Now, with regard to our kids in schools, we are called to love everyone, to love everyone. And I agree with your conclusion, Terry, that we should let local school districts actually make these decisions. But we must ask them to include concepts of safety and privacy and respect in the discussion. And we must demand that they include parents in this dialogue. What we've seen over the course of the last 20 months is our school systems refusing to engage with parents. In fact, in Fairfax County this past week, We watched parents so upset because there was such sexually explicit material in the library they had never seen. It was shocking. And in fact, you vetoed the bill that would have informed parents that they were there. You believe school systems should tell children what to do. I believe parents should be in charge of their kids' education. Mr. McAuliffe, 30 seconds. Wow, that is, isn't that good? Outstanding. Thank you. Thank you, Youngkin, for that. Now, this is where it got interesting. Because TMAC was on a rant. Parents! I don't want parents anywhere near this. Parents are the problem. Don't you understand the premise overarching everything is government has the answer, and when I'm control of government, I have good intentions that are better than you as a parent, you stupid surfing peasant. Here's T-Mac's continuation of this. So first of all, this shows how clueless Glenn Youngkin is. He doesn't understand what the laws were because he's never been involved here in helping. You know, thank God. Thank God he's never been in government. 
Oh, and you, Mr. T-Mac, been there forever. You got, you know, government. In fact, you are government. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. I mean, put you back in charge, right? You know everything. Yunkin doesn't know the law. Yunkin is a parent who recognizes if I'm going to err anywhere, I'm going to err on the side of parents, you bonehead. I say that with love and respect, by the way. Virginia, but it was not. It, the parents had to write to veto bills, veto books, Glenn, not to be knowledge about it, also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually you take books out and make their own decision. You vetoed it. So, Through yeah, I parents, you stopped it. the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. But, you know, teach, I get really tired of everybody running down teachers. Again, total demagogue, running down teachers. Running down teachers? No one's even talking about teachers. Is he on the same debate stage? This I don't understand. How is it even possible that he goes down that path? The same debate stage, Terry? No. No, you, you've, uh, you don't like parents. That's exactly I'm not going to let parents come into schools not and let actually them. take books out and make their own decisions. You're not going to let parents. You vetoed it. So, yeah, I parents. You stopped it. the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Cuts. I don't think parents. What else? I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Cuts. There's your premise, folks. You have a choice in this election. Glenn Youngkin, who wants you as a parent, or... Well, that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Cuts. Don't like parents. Now, maybe some would say on the left, that's not what he meant, Scott. Can you argue... Can you argue that there is an overarching premise inside the Democratic Party, the Virginia Education Association, and school boards that parents are the problem? You see, ultimately, if parents had choices, they could choose the school they go to, like they can choose the grocery store they go to, this wouldn't exist. Because if parents could say, I'm moving to the school down the street, then this would never happen. You would have... A group of parents saying, forget it, not doing it. In fact, some are doing it now on their own, on their own money, their own dime. But because government is so restrictive, so overreaching, and so much hates parents, it will never give you school choice. They don't believe in you. They don't like you. You're a problem. Bill, that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Lee Brothers, more in 60 seconds. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard. 
the Lee Brothers. The beat it out of McAuliffe is what we should do. $3.5 trillion in spending. Joe Biden. He wants tree equity. Inside this Biden busting huge amount of spending, $3.5 trillion bill they want to spend. That's why it's closer to $5 trillion, in case most of you are wondering or noticing or even caring. He's stuck in there. This is unbelievable. The left is just amazing. I want to find a bill that the Republicans put out there that has a bunch of crap like this in it. There's $12 billion for electric cars for the federal government postal service. $12 billion. Now, they have a budget for cars. So they need an additional $12 billion to convert that to electric. This is my problem with this whole movement that direction. You have $15 million of resources for older people with sexual gender identity issues. $15 million. Oh, that's nothing, Scott. It's $15 million. Nothing at all adds up. There's $4 billion of additional distance learning for schools. Now, that's weird. Why would we need that? Unless they have another COVID. They want to lock you down. Hmm. But this is what was really interesting to me. $3 billion in this 2,500-page behemoth bill spending $3.5 trillion on tree equity. $3 billion on tree equity. Now, I'm pretty sure that you could probably stop 100% of the people on the streets of America and ask him what tree equity, and they would have no clue. And rightfully so, because it's probably a made-up word that they just came up with. I mean, who thinks of this crap and then applies a $3 billion check to it? Now, you want to know why the American people are fed up and sick? This is it. We could chop this right now. We don't need $3 billion for that. You don't need $4 billion for the other. You don't need $12 billion for that and $15 million for gender identity crisis. This equity, $3 billion in equity, you might think, well, that can't be the only thing. It's, oh, no, it's for a civilian climate core. Apparently men running around looking at climate with little badges. $3 billion tree equity outlay for planting saplings. $25 million on anti-discrimination and bias training in the healthcare industry, as well as nearly $79 billion for the internal or the IRS to step up enforcement, $80 billion to hire another 87,000 IRS agents. That's all inside here. However, the $3 billion earmarked for the House Agricultural Committee will be sent out by state, and the goal for tree planting and relative activities to increase community tree canopy and associated societal and climate co-benefits with a priority of projects that increase tree equity. Here's the definition. You ready? Many of you are just can't wait to hear how the left identifies tree equity. Are these people sick or what? What happened? Now, I'm sure there's some leftist Democrats, someone may disagree with me right now, going, we need trees. That, that's not the choice. I'm not saying we don't need trees. In fact, I'm a fan of trees. I love trees. They make baseball bats, pianos, furniture. Trees are amazing. Yes, we need trees. Great news about trees is they're renewable. Plant them. Here is what tree equity refers to. The idea that there should be enough trees in specific neighborhoods, municipalities, for everyone to experience the health 
economic and climate benefits that trees provide for $3 billion from the federal government. Last I looked at the Constitution of the United States of America, Article 1, Section 8 of the enumerated powers lists the things the federal government should do, and Madison stuck in there, I didn't realize this, tree equity money. I didn't. I missed that entirely. In fact, I read the Federalist Papers, took a class on them, looked at the Constitution of the United States, and it's, I missed it the entire time. But somehow, Madison was concerned about tree equity, so he stuck it in there. So now the federal government's involved in trees in Midlothian suburbs of Richmond, Virginia, and in your town. $3 billion. This is, this is so out of control and stupid that if anyone really knew about this, if the bulk of American people knew about this, this would never happen. It'd probably happen anyway. Someone be Scott, trees are important. We, we have sold the, the American people that there's nothing the federal government should do if it's a good idea. If we could all agree that it's a good idea, then the federal government should do it. Damn the Constitution. There is none. Forget that. If we like it, let's just freaking do it. The, the whole idea, every single state, by the way, has a climate business inside their state. And the federal government spends $3 billion on tree equity. This is outrageous. Of course, the American Forest says on their website how excited they are. Trees are more than scenery for our cities. They are critical infrastructure for every person, every neighborhood deserves. A basic right that we must secure. A basic right. Again, it! did I miss that in the Declaration of Independence? Thomas Jefferson laid out these rights that are that are endowed by our creator, certain unalienable rights. You know, the ones that can't be taken away or given. A tree was not in the declaration. I didn't see a tree. There's trees in there, apparently. At least, according to the American forests, who are pushing hard for this. But the big deal in this $3 billion? The big, a civilian climate corps across multiple agencies, the National Parks, Bureau of Land Management, National Oceanic Atmosphere Administration. How many administrations does the federal government have? The Civilian Climate Corps is tasked in the bill with carrying out vague conservation projects on public land. And don't we need that? Don't we need another bureaucracy? Yeah, what agency are you with? Well, I'm with the Bureau of Land Management. Wow, that's cool. Which agency are you with? The National Park Service. What agency are you with? The National Oceanic Atmosphere Administration. And which one are you with? I'm with the newly designed Civilian Climate Corps. Oh, goody. Somehow I just have freedom oozing from the government. Don't you understand? All those agencies I just listed for you do nothing but expand your freedom. Oh, you don't care. Oh, you don't care about freedom? I, you know what? I, I should have known. We've given up on that. We care more about tree equity. We care more about some sort of fake utopia that a leftist politician promises you. You never have to play for pay for pre-K. Never have to pay for um, child care. Never have to get sick anymore. You never have to pay for being sick. You don't have to pay for your own health care anymore. All these things are funded by this utopian idea of a government so big it will cherish you and cradle you from womb to tomb if you make it out of the womb. The government doesn't even want that to happen anymore. If you're lucky enough not to be aborted in some government-funded Planned Parenthood, then then they'll take care of you. But if you're born on a table in a botched abortion and you're alive, then Governor T-Mac 
and nor of them get to decide what to do with that. Well, they have a conversation with parents. What do you think we should do with the baby screaming on the table? Should we let it die or, or make it? Well, if it lives, then the government's got to fund it. Well, that's true. We could kill it right now. Eh, that's probably not a bad. What's the mother want? Oh, let's kill it. Mother wants it dead. Okay. How sick and twisted are we in our culture today? But we just spent $3 billion on tree equity, feel better, and a civilian climate core. Joe Biden administration. You voted for it. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizen. Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com, and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative, dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. I'm just, I just want to throw up. Just want to throw up. It's just ridiculous. Who writes a $2,500 page bill? Seriously, who writes a 2,500 page bill? Who writes these things? You know, I think it was was, uh, the West Virginia uh, senator who said, let's break it down. Let's, Let's just give one thing at a time, vote on that, then we can all vote and decide. That's preposterous, and you can't sneak in the climate or the civilian climate uh, core in there. No one knows about that. You know what else is in this thing? I mean, there's so much travesty in it. I mean, you got you got to build that big, a government this large, spending $3.5 trillion. $5 trillion is really what they're spending. An infusion of cash into a, 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 such a hyper economy right now, it's ridiculous. People have so much money and no one's working. The government has thrown all this money into the into our economy, paid you not to work, so you don't work. So what do you do? You go buy things, you go out to eat, you do things, but no one's working. So it makes it worse. And then you're going to have massive inflation, which is exactly what we're having. In fact, I think it was last month or the month before was the largest inflation number in three decades. That's, I think, if my math's right, that's 30 years. Inside this bill, which is worthless and stupid, should never pass at any level, it increases fines on employers who don't fire their employees if they're not vaccinated. So there you go. you got an employment crisis. Fire those who don't fit inside the government model when we now know that it doesn't matter. If you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, you're spreading COVID, period. There's no, there's no way around it. That's just what's happening. Here's the fine, $70,000 for serious infractions and $700,000 fine for willful or repeated violations. You will comply 
or we will destroy your business and destroy the people of the United States of America. You will comply. You must. So OSHA, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, is going to run around and fine you $700,000 if you don't fire the unvaccinated. They find out you hired someone that wasn't vaccinated. Boom, baby. Bad news for you. Going down. And aren't you glad Biden is king enough, big enough, large enough to do something like that? And you just go with it. Scott, it's needed. We got to vaccinate people. And if you don't, we'll destroy you. We're coming to get you, said Terry McAuliffe. We'll make life miserable. Of course, we're not going door to door. Right. But you make life difficult. All right, more on COVID. We'll shred it and discuss it next. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. All right, so I have two new heroes. Jason Aldean, yes, the country singer, and Senator Rand Paul. Wow, this guy is unbelievable. Can't wait to share that with you. And the new drug, new drug with side effects called Democratica. Democratica, we'll talk about that. Pretty cool, actually. And Ralph Northam attacks you and Yunkin. Over COVID-19, that is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots and the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Thanks for joining us. We are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I wish Richard Lee was here because uh, it's a whole lot more fun and he's a whole lot more funny. And we miss him greatly. He is uh, still recovering from the summer. You know, with some... They call it the summer of love last year. This is a summer of pain and suffering, and Richard has held it all and, uh, and with, with great spirits, mind you. Uh, Miss Richard uh, promises to be back. Uh, I talked to him yesterday in good, good spirits still, just not 100%. So continue to pray for Richard at Richard at com. Very simple email, Richard at com. And, of course, you can, um, you can uh, check us out, com. At your convenience in Mojo50, Mojo50.com. Oh, by the way, it's all archived there in case you, for some strange reason, missed the show, which I find preposterous and offensive, quite frankly, because everybody's offended now. It's the offended class. I, I'm learning to be professionally offended. I'm going to the classes. It's taught by Brown University and Harvard and all these other places. They got a class on it. You can take it online. Learn how to be offended at everything. And then cancel the people you're, that you don't like. You can learn how to do that all on social media. Unfortunately, there's really, I don't know if there's a class for that. There probably, there probably is somewhere. I'm not aware of it. But you don't even need a class. The left is inherently uh, like this. They just know how to hate. They're self By the way, they're the tolerant ones, but they know how to hate. They're very good. They say they're tolerant while hating you. Mm-hmm. That's the left today. All right, so... I haven't, I, I have had this conversation with you multiple times about COVID. COVID's real. It's, um, it has killed people. It is uh, very dangerous, especially for those elderly, which we now know are about 90% vaccinated. So I don't know what the fear is. Uh, the rest of you have a 99.96% survival rate on COVID. And most of you have had COVID and have natural immunity. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're here to destroy you. 
and um, governments have seized on this thing to show their power. And they have disguised it in such a way that they show their caring. It's really interesting because, and it's scary, because the American people have fallen for this. It's for my own good that government takes this away. I mean, Washington, George Washington dealt with the smallpox virus. That literally killed a third of Americans. A third. COVID hasn't killed 3%. A third, 33% of people who got smallpox died in those days. George Washington never thought one time we need to quarantine the healthy. He quarantined the sick. That's what he did. And, of course, then every day he rode into that camp and encouraged them. It was so much so that his troops began to think George Washington was not only invincible in battle, he was invincible in disease. And George Washington was considered a god, quite frankly, by many, including the Indians who later confessed that. He wasn't a god, obviously. But he had been inoculated or he had had smallpox as a child in Barbados with his brother. And so he was immune to it. And if he was here today and he had COVID and was immune to COVID, Ralph Northam would call him foolish and want to stick a needle in his arm and lock down everything. That's, um, it's amazing to me how COVID has really exposed the left's desire to control every aspect of your life and use government to crush you. You don't hire unvaccinated people. We will crush you. This is the other way around. It'd be outrageous for the left. In fact, the left loves it, so they're, they're applauded. Ralph Northam this week uh, attacked you and Yunkin. Ralph Northam uh, called you foolish. Here's Ralph Northam this week. If you have chosen not to get a shot, there probably isn't much I can say that will change your mind. But let me try. So I'll say <laughs> just this. Oh, you're going to try. Okay. I had COVID yeah. back before the vaccines existed. Mm-hmm. Believe me, you don't want to get it. I love his condescending. Believe me, you don't want to get it. It will hurt you. you. Ralph, it's been 18 months. The people of Virginia know what COVID can do. You're, you're, you are arrogant, condescending, talk down to us, surf and peasant king. You don't want to get this thing. Remember Tim Kaine talking about how he keeps tingling because of it? Nerve tingling. I just, every nerve ending in my body uh, just basically tingles 24-7. <laughs> really? Some might like that. Timmy! Timmy! All right. Timmy! All right, that's right. That's Tim Kaine. All right, continue on, Ralph Northam. A year later? Yeah. My case was back in September. A year later, I still can't smell anything. Or taste anything. Do you believe that? I absolutely call liar on that. You think he can't taste anything? You think Ralph, if, if that were true, Ralph Northern would be the doctor almost every week going, how do I get my taste back? Am I, that's, a, that's a pile of crap. I don't believe that for three seconds. There's no way he said he can't taste things. Taste? You don't have a single, but you have no taste in your mouth. None. You don't, you don't eat. I mean, mainly people eat for taste. He, he had to be a lost 25 pounds. No taste. He has no taste. You're right. No taste in anything, especially in his mouth. And now the COVID variant that's going around is a lot worse. No, it's than not. The one I- it's actually, it's not worse. The COVID, vi- it, it, we've seen the stats on this. This Delta variant is less 
Um, it's, it's contagious. Some would say it's more contagious than the first one, but it's less deadly. We know that. Anyway, continue. Had back in September. So if you don't know what being on a ventilator oh, is like, let me describe it. Having been at the bedside many times, it is miserable. Sure it is. It is expensive, and there's no guarantee that you will make it. Fear. So if you know that and you still don't want the shot, then I hope you give some thought to how your family will remember you. Unbelievable. Give some thought to what they'll do without you. Think about how you want your obituary Unreal. to read. Disgusting you are. Because you're taking a foolish, foolish, dangerous chance, and it affects many more people than just you. You see what he's doing here? You get COVID, you die. That's it. He ignores every single science stat that is out there. If you're 30 or younger, you have a 99.96% survival rate. That's a fact. Check it out, LeeBrothers.com. You can find our bunch of our stats that we put there, LeeBrothers.com. And if you're older, the survival rate for COVID right now is 99 point, I think it's 99.8. Across the board, everybody. How could you say that? Know what you're going to say in your obituary. You've lost control, haven't you, Ralphie? You've lost control. You know you can't convince any people, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come out and scare you to death scare you to death that way i can win you are being selfish oh that's right i forgot about that thank you i'm being selfish you're a demagogue it's almost like you enjoy it let me scare these people to death at the leebrothers.com you'll see a video how to scare your kids on covid that's ralph northam i mean these democrat why would you ever do that to someone oh uh, you don't want to get vaccinated better write your obituary such a lie it's such a lie of course, then he went on to ta- attack Yunkin because he's an anti-vaxxer, as they say. I've got proof that he's not. But here is Ralph attacking Yunkin. We're here to discuss Mr. Yunkin's dangerous, dangerous. anti-vaccine agenda. And- so ridiculous. I can't, I can't let it go. He has no anti-vaccine agenda, not a single one. In fact, in the debate, he said it six times that he thinks people ought to get vaccinated. How's that anti-vax? Why would you purposely lie knowing he's not anti-vax? Why would you purposely say that unless you want to make a point? And even if he is anti-vax, that means he can't have his own mind. He can't think rationally. He's an idiot. He's stupid. Uh, Ralph Northam, you are, you're the problem. Agenda and the stakes of the Virginia governor's race. Make no mistake about it. Glenn is peddling dangerous views that would do grave harm to Virginia's health and safety and the fight to finally beat COVID-19. So we're going to beat COVID-19? With Ralph Northam's policies and Terry McAuliffe, I guess we'll beat it. It'll be gone, dead, long. Where's that coming from? This is the zero COVID mentality of the left. We'll get rid of it. It won't be here. That's not true. We don't have a vaccination that gets rid of COVID. We essentially have a immunity or a, uh, not even immunity, we have a shot like the flu shot that can prevent you from getting seriously 
sick and dying, even though that's not 100% either. In fact, you can say those who've had COVID actually have a better survival rate than those who've been vaccinated. We're show, we've shown that. Rand Paul's going to talk about it coming up. So all this is garbage. It's all complete made up for political reasons. This is what I'm talking about. COVID is the greatest example of big government overreach. Terry McAuliffe and Ralph Northam want this power. They can't let it get away. They have an opportunity to shape you. You know, during last night's debate, Mr. Yunkin was, he was unclear on whether he would support requiring vaccines for measles, Not true. mumps, and rubella. Not true. A vaccine that, as Dr. Joe said, has been mandatory for Virginia students for over four decades. Who, who is he arguing with? I can't deal with this anymore. That's not what happened. They asked about those in comparison to COVID, and Yunkin said, those are fine. That We've been doing that, but it's not the same. Those eradicated those. This isn't a vaccine that eradicates COVID. Just stop. It's got to stop. All right, coming up, T-Mac's reaction to Northam, and what did Yunkin really say about the vaccine? I'll play that. Also, in 60 seconds, the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Mojo 5 The question isn't, who is going to let us? The question is, who is going to stop us? Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 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 and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers. Never let a crisis go unanswered. I mean, there's never been a better opportunity for big government elitists to control you. They don't want COVID to be risk-free or at least riskless they must have covid wreak havoc they must because if it's if it's not a big deal then you'll be free again do what you want then we can't find these companies and control you this is exactly what this is about t-mac went on to trash yunkin uh this week over covid too listen to how he frames it now remember he's no different than ralph northam northam has endorsed terry mccullough for this job they are one and the same. Terry McAuliffe said this about COVID. Remember this? Force them. We're not going door to door. Right. But you make life difficult. You make life difficult. You're not unvaccinated. We're going to make it hard on you. This is the tyrant, Terry McAuliffe. His quote, if you don't want to get it, don't get it. You can't be governor saying things like that. Dan. Why? Why can't you? 
You mean you can't be governor of Virginia and say, if you want to get it, you get it. If not, you don't. You can't do that? Wow. So as governor, you've got to be the dictator. You've got to be the tyrant. I see, Terry. I see where you're going. You can't do that. You can't tell people they have a choice. That's interesting, isn't it? Actually, it's very consistent with the abortion argument from Terry McCall. There's no choice. You kill the baby every chance you get. No choice. Continue, please. You can't be governor saying things like that. <laughs> that is disqualifying. Oh, I see. We had 8,000 cases yesterday in Virginia. 10% of Virginia's population. Cases? Do we have 8,000 deaths? Not even close. This is the problem with this. Cases? We had more than 8,000 cases. You know how I know that? Because not everyone got tested. We got COVID everywhere. It's all over the country. It's like the flu. It's like anything else. You, want, you think you can stop the cases by vaccinating everyone? You see how stupid he is on this? If you're vaccinated, you still spread it. What is he talking about? Has been infected. We need leadership mm. as governor. He has said, day one is he's governor, mass off. Good. And no vaccination requirements. Think about that. <laughs> I have. Kind of a fan, actually. You mean I get to choose if I wear a mask or not? That seems pretty logical to me. But you say that's bad? Oh, Terry McAuliffe is going to be my governor, and he'll tell me I have to wear a mask. I've got to get vaccinated. That's the kind of government I want. I want a government that's going to come in and demand that I wear a mask and put a shot in my arm or fire me. Mm, I have thought about it, Terry. Pretty happy with Yunkin as my choice. No vaccination requirements. Think about that. <laughs> so you've got a parent who's got a child, a sixth, seventh grader, going to be going to school first grade. They can't get it because they're too young. And he's going to send a child to a school? You see how, what demagoguery this is? Do you realize, and I've said this on the show before, and it's a stat I want to share with you now because of Terry McAuliffe. August 2020 to August 2021, if you are 18 and younger, there were 1,800, 1,800 hospitalizations for COVID under the age of 18. Eight, eight died. More kids under the age of 18 died in swimming pool accidents. Terry McAuliffe, you are, this is criminal what you're doing. This is criminal. The worst part of being this is not only you're lying about the threat to kids as if I'm unmasked or unvaccinated. I'm attacking a kid. That's one thing. But the premise is that the mask and the vaccine would stop that. It's not true. The masks don't work. We know that based upon the stats everywhere they're tried. And we know now the vaccine doesn't eradicate COVID. So the vaccinated can walk into schools and spread COVID, Terry. Did you know this? Do you have any idea that's existing that, that can happen? You are such a full of crap. I wish Yunkin would have shredded him. We'll hear about Yunkin in just a second. Please continue, Terry. Were the teachers not wearing a mask and the teachers not All vaccinated? Right. That you. is disqualifying. Disqualifying. How about lying? Is that disqualifying? As a, I mean, you, you are such, you're unbelievable. Here's, uh, here's Glenn Youngkin's uh, point on vaccinations and mandates. Listen to how radical and crazy this man is. Ralph Northam says he should never be in the government. Terry McAuliffe said he should be disqualified. The entire press corps says he's an anti-vaxxer. Youngkin, is it true? Well, just to reiterate, uh, 
I actually believe that everyone should get the vaccine, despite the fact it's the most egregious untruth that my opponent continues to say about me. I've gotten the vaccine. My family has gotten the vaccine. It's the best way for people to keep themselves safe. What? This sounds like a crazy man. How can Yunkin? He's disqualified. Can't be governor? You mean he's telling people to get vaccinated? You mean it's, he's encouraging people to get vaccinated? He's vaccinated. His family's vaccinated? What a sicko anti-vaxxer. It's all a lie. I'm so sick of this garbage. Please, by the way, he continues. And I, in fact, have asked everyone in Virginia to please get the vaccine. But I don't think we should mandate it. And I think we find ourselves at a moment where my opponent has said, he's looked at the television screen and he has said, if you don't get the vaccine, I'm going to make your life difficult. Yep. He wants employers to fire employees who don't get the vaccine. At a time when we are trying to come out of this pandemic, we're ranked 44th in the nation in job recovery. We need those healthcare workers. We need people on the job to make their life difficult. That's no way to go serve Virginians. Wow, that is exactly right. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Glenn Youngkin. Thank you for taking a stand like that. Thank you for drawing a line in the sand, quite frankly, that this entire campaign is about COVID freedom. You already heard Terry uh, Youngkin say he's not shutting down the economy. Not going to happen again. You just heard him say he's going to err on the side of you and freedom, making your own choice. And he's not an anti-vaxxer. It seems to me, Glenn Youngkin is a very reasonable human being. Why the outrage? Let me be clear. I believe the vaccine absolutely saves lives. I think the last 20 months has been an absolute tragedy. And I look forward to working with Virginians to get people vaccinated. Hmm. What a freak show this guy is. Mm, Anti-vaxxer. It's all a lie. More in 60 seconds at LeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of mojo. Mojo Five O. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache. But not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. All right, coming up, I want to talk more about COVID. Rand Paul's going to crush going to crush the health and human services secretary it's the best audio you will hear and then 
will share with you the other side of the argument. A parent says, we got to mask everybody. That clip, spectacular. I can't wait to share it with you. But first, can we make a radical detour here for a second? Oh, we can't do that until the song. Okay, I got it. Turn back on there. Wait for it. Wait for it. And now, the Lee Brothers. So I don't know if you saw Sheila Jackson Lee. She's a congressman from Texas, a uh, real freak show of, of mass proportions. She's the one who said when the rover hit Mars, if we could see the flag that the astronauts put there. She didn't know that we, she thought we went to Mars. We went to the moon, man. Sheila Jackson Lee came out this week and talked about the border. Now, we've seen the border. In fact, last week we talked about this in depth, about the lie that we're told about the border, how we attacked our own border agents, how we're attacking ICE, how the bad people are Americans for trying to protect their border. The good guys are just sneaking in, and we ought to let them in. Do you realize there was a bill? This week, the Republicans introduced legislation that said for every illegal alien that has crossed our border, they must be checked for COVID before they are sent into our country. 217 Democrats voted against that. It did not pass. Hmm. What's this about? Anyway, here's uh, Sheila Jackson, Lee on the border. Listen to her take. Uh, Let me pronounce to my friends that the border is both sovereign and secure. It is obviously subjected to biased and unfair narratives for political purposes. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I don't know how these people are in Congress. Wow. The secure border. Oh, I see. What if we should just ignore our eyes and ears and listen to Sheila Jackson Lee. How can anyone be this bold and arrogant unless you are in a position of superiority who sees us as serfs and peasants and evil. That's how you do it. Is that not unbelievable to you? Sheila Jackson Lee. The border's secure! All right, coming up, Rand Paul. This is, he's my favorite new hero. And Jason Aldean. Not even the same game, but two great Americans. That's next. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 50. Mojo50.com. We built this city on COVID. <laughs> we built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour. Outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. We are the Lee Brothers on Mojo 5 Radio. Mojo50.com. My name is Scott Lee. Say you don't know me. My uh, co host, my friend, and my brother sitting across from me, sometimes on my left, but sometimes my far left. Miss him greatly. He is uh, recovering from a summer of love and pain. That's the combination of both those things. Richard has an incredible 
incredible uh, look of life and a great attitude, and it's contagious. And I wish he was here to share it with you, and he will be. He'll be back, but uh, still recovering from multiple surgeries, falls, and complications from that. So pray for Richard, and you can send him an email at richardattheleebrothers.com. And check us out, theleebrothers.com. There's uh, there's this um, Jonathan Isaac, this basketball player, who gave one of the best, most articulate conversations and uh, arguments against being vaccinated in the NBA. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is a sharp kid. He's going places. Despite Terry McAuliffe trying to destroy him and Biden, not going to happen. Great, uh, great basketball player, Jonathan Isaac. TheLeeBrothers.com is how you find that video and how to scare your kids to death over COVID. you imagine what we're doing to our children? I mean, protect them. Don't tell them COVID's going to kill them or the grandmother. Don't shove a mask over their face and make them inhale all the particles from the mask or have a hard time breathing it's just unbelievable what we're put up with when the stats are on the side of these kids um and then of course at the leebrothers.com you have Rand paul Rand paul took apart xavier becerra who is the health and human services secretary during the hearing and um he just brutalized. It was unbelievably good. I want to share a bit of it with you. I'm not going to be able to get through the whole thing. It's quite long, but it's very, very good. Essentially, what he says is, you are lying to the people and you are, uh, you owe me an apology. Here's a clip of it. You want more people to choose vaccination? So do I. You want to lessen vaccine hesitancy? So do I. You want to have that happen? Quit lying to people about naturally acquired immunity. Quit lording it over people, acting as if these people are deplorable and unwashed. Try persuasion instead of government cudgels. Try humility instead of arrogance. Try freedom instead of coercion. But most of all, try understanding that there's no more basic medical right than deciding what we inject into our bodies. Today, after hearing that millions of people in a study prove show without a doubt that there's a great deal of immunity from getting it naturally. Do you want to apologize to the 100 million Americans who suffered through COVID, survived, have immunity, and yet you want to hold them down and vaccinate them? Do you want to apologize for calling those people flat earthers? That is so good. That is so good. He didn't apologize, by the way. That that is, I, I can't tell you what a new hero is, Rand Paul is to me. Rand Paul believes people ought to get vaccinated. But you go around and you demagogue those who have natural immunity. Do you realize that the polio disease, only 92% of kids have been vaccinated against the polo, against polio? Only 92%. Joe Biden, the president of the United States, says we got to have 97 to 98% of people vaccinated from COVID. It has a survival rate of well over 99%. It's outrageous. Rand Paul has called out these government bureaucrats. You should apologize to people. You attack them. You make them second-class citizens. You demean them. You call them flat earthers. These are people who went through COVID, who had COVID, who survived COVID, and now has natural immunity that is equally as strong as the vaccination. According to not only what Rand Paul is saying in this entire video, you can find it at theleadbrothers.com, but other stats, multiple we don't still, we, in fact, the CDC says today, if you had smallpox, you don't need the vaccination. The CDC says if you've had chickenpox, 
we now have a vaccination for chickenpox that you should not get the chickenpox vaccination. All of a sudden, when it comes to COVID, no science at all. It's all political. You will get the vaccination or we will destroy you. And Rand Paul says, you people are sick. You, 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 you sit in a position of authority over the United States of American citizen, and then you demean them and attack them and crush them and hate them and want to destroy them. You should apologize. No one up there is saying anything like this. This is Senator Rand Paul and a great American. You can find that clip at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com, and then you can hear what's his name's answer, Sarah, the Health and Human Services Secretary, which, by the way, that whole thing ought to be destroyed and done away with, too. It's ridiculous. So then there's, uh, then there's this. You know, all these people are going in front of these school boards arguing uh, against masks and uh, against lockdowns and these type of things, and rightfully so. The stats are on the side of, of parents with kids. I mean, if you're 29 and younger, this is ridiculous that you're even concerned about COVID. I mean, you, you should be more concerned about driving home at night after 10 p.m. It's, that's, how, that's how the stats are so much on your side. It's, it's outrageous that we have kids in mass sucking their own carbon monoxide in their own uh, or carbon dioxide in their own uh, lungs. The particles from the masks. We have parents telling us that their kids come home with different masks. They're not even their masks. We're told this is good. We're told that we ought to cover our kids with the Chinese diaper over their face, lose their humanity, have it hard to hear teachers speak. We see no smiling faces. We become nothing but a virus. There are people defending this. There are people defending this under, under health concerns. Or worse, we got people saying that if you don't wear a mask, you're a deadly biological weapon, like a loaded firearm committing a homicide. Here is that mother. Listen to her. We do not have a country if we do not have public health. If we do not have public health safety protocols like, yes, masks. Children are not just suffering and dying at greater rates right now. They're spreading. <laughs> I love that one. Suffering or dying at greater rates. So what was the, what's the rate? And it's greater? Is it a greater rate? And if the rate's like .0001, so now it's .0002, still, swimming pool accidents and lightning strikes are a bigger threat. She is extremely animated, extremely fired up, and going 1,000 miles an hour. Anyway, we'll let her finish. Children are not just suffering and dying at greater rates right okay, now. Okay, hang on. I'm sorry. i got to stop it again. Again, the premise is, if, even if they are suffering and dying at greater rates, the mask is the answer in her mind. She actually believes, I don't know if you've been through a high school during the masking. I don't know if you've been through any of these schools when these kids are told to mask. If you think for three seconds that this is doing anything, go to Walmart and look how they wear that. These kids don't care. They're not wearing their masks. They got down. It's, it's a show. It's a lie. The mask isn't the answer. But if you believe it is, I guess you can throw this kind of rant. Children are not just suffering and dying at greater rates right now. They're spreading COVID throughout the population at higher numbers. By the way, they're not spreading COVID. The, the, the facts are, the stats are, are real. The kids aren't spreading COVID. In fact, 
the the stat it's at the LeeBrothers.com. You can see this. The kids aren't aren't spreading COVID. It's the it's the teachers who are actually spreading COVID, which is interesting. They're bringing it into the schools, not the kids. Uh, you can see that at the LeeBrothers.com. Really interesting stat. But I interrupted an emotional plea. Very emotional. Don't get in the way, Scott Lee, of emotion with any kind of facts or stats or data or science at higher numbers. Anti-masking doesn't just affect schools, but our society as a whole. It affects cancer patients and the immunocompromised. Anti-masking. I, this is the world now. You're anti-masking. I, th- I thought anti-vax was the bad thing. Now I'm anti-masking too? Jeez. And the elderly and just about everyone. People do not get to walk around shooting loaded firearms randomly into crowds, and people are not entitled to turn themselves into deadly biological weapons by spraying disease-laden aerosols wherever they choose, randomly killing innocent people. This is not freedom. This is homicide, and willful ignorance is no excuse. Wow. I mean, Scott Lee, you Lee brothers, you got to listen to this woman. I mean spreading deadly virus you're hom- this is homicide if i'm not wearing a mask it's homicide i thought the mask worked if someone's concerned about me killing them by walking by them did they have a mask on i tell you what if this lady is this concerned about covid that she really believes this is homicide i don't think she had to leave her house quite frankly she had to lock her kids up never let them out because if it's that bad If this is that bad a virus, that it is homicide, it is killing people, then I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel comfortable with just a mask, would you? If it's as bad as Northam, TMAC, Biden, and this deranged woman says, think about that. If it's really this bad, that it's homicide, it's like we're swinging a gun around, then I can't just count on one mask. I mean, think how serious this is. I don't want just one mask. I should probably have at least three masks, a shield and glasses in a bubble if it's that bad. She just said, what was her last comments again? Well, remember, this is what? Randomly killing innocent people. This is not freedom. This is homicide. And willful ignorance is no excuse. Homicide. That's how bad it is. This virus is so bad that if you don't have a mask on, you're killing people. I'm done. I can't go outside anymore. This is crazy. This woman should never step foot. If that's if it's that fearful for her, go live in a cave. Go live in a bubble. Meanwhile, people who look at the stats go, you know what? I like life. I like living. I like restaurants. I like people. I like smiling faces. I like to be around them. I'm going to take a risk, a .002%. I'm going to go live my life. It's people like this kind of whacked, out-of-control mentality that should never be allowed in society again. <laughs> TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio.
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers. <laughs> oh, yes. Michael Jackson, that's why I cheer you up right there. Don't tell me you don't want to go back to the 80s. Don't tell me that. You'd love to go back there. Hang on, it's getting better here. Cheer you up on this first weekend in October. The Lee Brothers, we are Virginia citizens and American patriots. We worked hard on both those things as Virginia citizens and American patriots recognize that the ideas of freedom, liberty, religious rights all came from George Mason, Thomas Jefferson, who were very much Virginia citizens. And then it was Patrick Henry who first said after the Revolutionary War, I'm no longer a Virginian, I'm American, became American patriots in the mold of those guys. Um, before I dive into Jason Aldean and my other issues here, before we wrap up the show, I must tell you about this new drug. It's called Democratica, and here's an ad for it. Meet Joe. He's a self-made man. His own business, a nice house, and a wife and kids that couldn't love him more. What a selfish, racist prick. Like millions of Americans, Joe's only focus was personal responsibility and happiness. After being convinced that society owed him more, Joe's buddy Two Chains from the bowling alley introduced Joe to Prescription Democratica, a revolutionary medication that redefines the way you see the world. Democratica's active ingredient targets and blocks the brain's logic receptors, allowing ideas like social justice and redistribution of wealth to dominate your neural pathways. <laughs> now Joe no longer worries about his house and his family. Thanks to Democratica, Joe's only concern is fixing an obviously broken America. Ask your doctor or that guy by the Jiffy Lube dumpster if prescription Democratica is right for you. Trust me, it is. Possible side effects may include loss of appetite, lack of sleep, uncontrolled feelings of sadness, uncontrolled feelings of rage, uncontrolled feelings, a sudden desire to loot a dollar store, a frequent urge to virtue signal, and increased levels of unemployment. Call your doctor right away if you experience a desire to stand for the national anthem. <laughs> Depression or mental health problems could and will get worse while taking Democratica. Don't take Democratica if you're also taking Logica or Realitix, as an acute onset of reality could occur. <laughs> Democratica, because your feelings matter more than anything. <laughs> oh, that is so fantastic. Every bit of uh, humor has an element of truth. That's hilarious. If you're spelling uncontrolled feelings, <laughs> that's great. You know what's funny about this when I, when I heard about this new drug, Democratica? Uh, Richard and I have been talking for years about a prescription drug ad like that. And and then this these guys came up with it. I don't even know who came up with it. I wish I could give credit where credit is due, but it's Democratic as the, the drug. It's it's fantastic. Jason Aldean says he'll never apologize 
for his beliefs after his family is criticized for anti-Biden merchandise. Now, Jason Aldean is a country uh, singer and a very good one and has some great songs. Um, his wife first showed up posing next to uh, Jason Aldean wearing a shirt that reads anti-Biden social club. And other photos she shared in the post showed her kids wearing shirts that read Biden from Biden. And the left, the cancel culture, begins to destroy him. As they, you're right. If you're offended, you should destroy him. It's interesting how the right doesn't do this. Have you, have you noticed this? I mean, how many times have I seen shirts on celebrities that say Obama or uh, AOC at that big event in New York a couple weeks ago? It says tax the rich. I mean, there's so many stupid uh, leftist either actors or congressmen or singers or whatever it might be have stupid sayings on their shirt, you know, Obama, all these things. I mean, whatever it is, it's perfectly fine inside their political world. No one's going to critique them. As soon as the right does it, oh, you're going to get destroyed, cancel culture, the whole thing. It's interesting that the right just ignores it. I see a T-shirt on someone that says something stupid. I just go, that's just ridiculous. I feel bad for it. It doesn't occur to me that I had to rally a bunch of Twitter people and attack them or even send them a tweet. Who am I? Well, I'm going to get on there and go, you're stupid as shirt everywhere. Anyway, that's what happened to Jason Aldean and his wife. Just ridiculed, mocked. He says, quote, I will never apologize for my beliefs or my love or my family or country. This is the greatest country in the world, and I want to keep it that way. This is how you stop the cancel culture mob. You simply said, stick it in your ear, take a long walk on a short pier, whatever. I am ignoring you and moving on with my life. And you stand firm on what you believe. That is how you win the day. And Joe Biden, forget Joe Biden. He's a bum. How could I be the president of the United States of America? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't even know what happened. I don't know how that happened, Joe Biden. I don't know how you became president of the United States. So if you have a shirt that uh, trashes Joe Biden, you're going to get canceled. And the new hero, Jason Aldean, thank you. His songs just got better. Jedi is now a, uh, a problematic term. Jedi. I don't know if these people realize that Jedis aren't real. You know, you got Luke Skywalker and, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Which, by the way, I understand there's a movie coming out about Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's actually called, none other than Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, actually, it looks pretty interesting. But it's fantasy. It's sci-fi. It's not real. The Jedis have never been offensive to anyone unless you're the professionally offended. Unless you're looking, and it's really interesting to me. Again, if you're looking for something, this is the difference between those who watch Star Wars from the left perspective and though the, everyone else on the planet who watch Star Wars for entertainment. Apparently, the left looks at it and goes, I'm offended by the Jedi. They said the term Jedi is problematic for describing programs that promote justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. The Jedi are inappropriate mascots for social justice. How did they figure that out? I, I didn't realize that a fake group of people were problematic. They said these Jedi Knights emblems for a host of dangerously reactionary values and assumptions. So I went looking for evidence of such. 
couldn't find it on my own, had to check out what they thought it would be. Here's what they think. The Jedi are a religious order of intergalactic police monks. Well, there you go. You got religion thrown into it. Prone to white saviorism and toxicality masculine approaches to conflict resolution. Including uh, the lightsaber uh, by a means of Jedi mind trick. So it's interesting to me that I don't know these people who know Jedis, um, or at least watch the show. There are female Jedis. In fact, the last one was all about the female Jedi. And there are alien Jedis, and there are black Jedis. I don't understand how this is toxic masculinity. Star Wars arguably conflates alienness with non-whiteness. How? When? I mean, you got aliens that are freaking Jedi. We've seen them. They're not only white men. Come on. By the way, what is Darth Vader? Oh, Darth Vader's a white guy, right? Underneath the mask. Um, those unfamiliar, uncomfortable with Star Wars, those unfamiliar, uncomfortable with Star Wars, who are they? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with Star Wars, including those hurt by the messages it sends. <laughs> Who's hurt? There's people walking around hurt by Star Wars. Who are these people? All, uh, and the parody of jokes, puns, and references surrounding the term Jedi, which I still am looking for those jokes and puns surrounding the word Jedi. These poor people. These poor people, they're, they're looking so much to be offended that they find the Jedi a non-existence in a sci-fi movie, something to complain about. Does the term get a life come to mind? TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts, Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420 bourbonbowl.com 420bourbonbowl.com and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Just like Batman and Robin, your conservative dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers. And that is a wrap of the radio program. The Lee Brothers Weekly Show. Glad you're with us. Thanks for joining us this week. Would you uh, accept my thank you for doing so? And uh, you can always check us out at theleebrothers.com and mojo50radio.com. All right, a couple of things real quick before we go. There was a, uh, an ad running in one of the local uh, websites here in Richmond. It said, the women running for Virginia, and they listed a transgender man. So Danica Rome is a man dressed as a woman. And the title is Women Running for Virginia. The article is all about women running for Virginia, and they point out a guy who's dressed as a woman. This is how insane we've gotten in our country. 
It's it's absolutely hilarious. Then there's this. Listen to this. Indiana University has committed $30 million to hiring professors, professors from traditionally unrepresented groups. We're expanding diversity on our f- faculty ranks. $30 million? They could have given 2,600 students free tuition instead for the cost of Indiana University's diversity hiring initiative. Okay, that's just some insanity. Dollar Tree is no longer a dollar. It is now it will break the dollar barrier as costs take a bite. Listen, this is exactly the result of Joe Biden and the COVID lockdowns and the infusion of cash into our society and the printing of money at the tune of 35% more in the last 18 months than we've ever done in the history of our planet. Now you can't even go to the Dollar Tree anymore. They're going to have a special area of $5 or less, and that's supposed to get you uh, the Dollar Tree deals. See that? You got all that going for you. Don't worry. I want you to enjoy your weekend on the first weekend of October. If you... uh, If you prefer liberty to tyranny, if you prefer founding father principles over the cancel culture, and you want to make radio great again, join us here again next week and get an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. Drop it in the mail to you just by sending us an email at patriots at theleebrothers.com. Changing hearts and minds for the cause of freedom and liberty. The Lee Brothers, see you next week. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer, and we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.